Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630-CHAD. Everything we've done since training camp is we want to earn the right to be a playoff team. Richard Lovesame! Mike Smith! A game saver! And he got run over by Zach Cassian. He like one of those top teams, and we're working our way to that level. Connor McDavid danced around Morgan Ryan. Denied by Smith, who saves the game again. Josh Archibald wins the game! My message today is we're trying to win. One-timer score! This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. saying that, but we're going to have a exhibition tilt tonight between the Edmonton Oilers and the Calgary Flames. Jack Michaels, myself, Rob Brown, Reed Wilkins with the call. Uh, the face-off show at 6, the puck drop at 8.30, the Edmonton Oilers and the Calgary Flames, and how incredibly different um, things will be than the last time when these teams met at the end of January. That was six months ago. And they played twice in a span of four days and had the old-school knuckle duster uh, with the goaltenders going at it. Uh, Flames, by the way, will play both Cam Talbot and David Riddick tonight. Not received anything official yet from Dave Tippett. I spent about three hours doing my book today, so we'll get to some of that momentarily. We'll tell you, Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer. From the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. On today's show, uh, in our early segments in the first half hour, when we go in the Oilers Now Audio Vault, we'll hear from Ken Holland, Dave Tippett, and Oscar Kleffbaum. Uh, 12.35 today, Craig Simpson from NHL Hockey and Rogers. He's in Toronto. He's in the... Uh, he, him and Jim Houston are doing the games out of Toronto. It'll be Louis DeBrusque and Chris Cuthbert out of Edmonton, and uh, we'll hook up with Craig Simpson, who for nine years was a regular on this show. And then, uh, from 1 until 1.45 today, Sportsnet Spec, Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. They present live race every Friday and Sunday evening to comply with AHS regulations. No spectators are allowed yet, but you can go on online and bet at hpibet.com to watch and wager. 
Peter Labardius out of Calgary will join us at uh, 145 from Sportsnet uh, 960 Radio to give us a quick preview on the Calgary Flames as well. You can reach us at any time on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline 780-496-0063. The River Cree back up and at them with over 1,350 slot machines. The River Cree also has multiple dining options, including the brand-new Italia. River Cree. May Concedo floor, 100% smoke-free. You can visit the River Cree Resort Casino. Excitement bet on it. You can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. On the Ashley Fine Floors text line, Ashley Fine Floors ready for your kids' pregame warm-up. We're on Twitter, at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan Escott back in the studio is at Brendan, the two E's, Escott with two T's. Oh, you ready to get going here, Brendan? Yeah, it's about damn time as far as I'm concerned. We're going to miss uh, not having you down uh, by the other dressing room for those quick hitter interviews at the end of the first period. And in post game, obviously, we're all having to do things a little bit differently. That comes with the territory. Hope you're all staying safe. I know there's been some uh, challenging numbers over the course of the last uh, three days in Edmonton, 84-plus positive tests out of a possible 8,200 tests that were conducted. So uh, in, we've seen... Uh, an outbreak at one of the old age facilities in the southwest. It's a tough situation for all those families involved, and our hearts go out to them at this time. Uh, let's go to our top story, brought to you by Gray Rock Exteriors. Mother Nature wreaks havoc on your home. Book your free no-obligation inspection today. Visit grayrockexteriors.ca. And the top story, uh, and we don't yet have confirmation of what the Oilers are going to run with, but we've got the Oilers and the Flames in an exhibition game tonight. Connor McDavid, three straight 100-point seasons, had 97 points in 64 games with Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Zach Cassian. They're all expected to play. The Nuge had 41 points in his last 30 games this season, went plus 11. He, Dreisaitl, and McDavid were all top five in NHL scoring in the second half of the year. So from game 40 on, uh, they were top five in NHL scoring. Leon Dreisaitl, NHL scoring champion, up for the Hart Trophy and for the Ted Lindsay. 43 goals, 110 points. will center, I believe, Tyler Ennis and Kyler Yamamoto. Now, yesterday, Riley Sheehan didn't practice. He got hurt second shift in into the Colby Cave benefit game. Looked to be sort of a tort uh, core issue. I'm not sure what it is, but did not uh, practice yesterday. If he's unable to go, it's going to be Gaetan Haas, most likely between Andreas Athanasiu, former 30-goal scorer from Detroit, and Josh Archibald. Don't see the Oilers breaking up Jujar Kara with James Neal and Alex Jason. Neal, a 10-time 20-goal scorer at 19 this year, missed 16 games of the lower body issue. Joachim Nygaard and Patrick Russell would be the extra forward if Shane can't play. One of those two guys would likely draw in. On defense, Oscar Clefbaum, Adam Larson, Darnell Nurse with Ethan Bear. Clefbaum, fifth in the league time on ice, 25-25. Uh, Ethan Bear led all NHL rookies at 21-58. By the way, Dry Settle at NHL forwards at 22-37. McDavid was third in NHL forwards at 21-52. They're now centering their own lines and they're rested. Remember that. Third pairing, most likely Russell with the underrated Matt Benning, who's plus 32 over the last four seasons. Again, we don't have full confirmation yet from uh, as to what's going to happen. I, I would guess that Smith and Koskinen would split tonight. The Oilers' opponent would be the Calgary Flames. They've been rolling with Sean Monaghan, with Johnny Goodrow, and Elias Lindholm on their uh, top line. Those guys all had huge seasons last year. 
Uh, Goodrow had 99 points, had 58 points uh, this year in 70 games. Michael Backlund with Matthew Kachuk, who was Calgary's best player this season, along with Andrew Maggiapani. Uh, Kachuk, 77 points last year, had 61 points in 70, uh, 69 games this year. Derek Ryan, former Alberta Golden Bear with Milan Lucic and the emerging Dylan Dubé. Jankowski had spent a lot of time with Sam Bennett and Tobias Reeder. Um, not sure who the extra forward is, but Calgary does have the option of bringing up a guy like Ronaldo. Uh, so we'll, uh, that's Zach Ronaldo, not, uh, Cristiano, uh, Ronaldo. Uh, and so they've got some toughness. I mean, I, I'm not, again, 100% sure who they're going to go with. They did add a couple defensemen at the deadline, Derek Forbert and Eric Gustafson. Gustafson had 60 points with the Hawks a couple years ago. Wouldn't surprise me if they both played. Their top four has been Giordano with Brody, Hannafin with Rasmus Anderson, with Travis Hamonic, like, uh, Mike Green, uh, both electing not to return to play. Would not be surprised if Hamonic ended up signing with the Winnipeg Jets. That's Calgary's playoff opponent. And again, uh, Pat Steinberg out of Calgary just tweeting out that the uh, Flames organization expected to split the goalies. It is 12-13 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you. That's uh, uh, get into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. I'll get to the point right now. I don't know if Philip Broberg's going to play tonight. Uh, Caleb Jones uh, could be an option as a number seven defenseman. Uh, he, I know he uh, obviously came a little bit late in the camp. Uh, I do think we're going to see Russell and Benning uh, together. You can dress 13 forwards and 7D for tonight's exhibition game. Here's Oilers GM uh, Ken Holland on yesterday's edition of Oilers Now on Philip Broberg's emergence training camp. I was at the link, uh, you know, in in Edmonton. I saw him. I think Sweden play a couple of games, and I thought, you know, he was a guy. You know, he, he assessed a, a player that looked like he was going to be a first rounder. Where he's going to go, you got to watch. And I, I liked that he was carrying the puck. And then I went to the World Under 18s, you know, at the end of the year in April, and uh, Broberg was voted the best defense of the tournament. He was, he was, you know, he, he was attacked and he was bringing the puck. He was joining the rush. And then, uh, you know, his role at the World Junior this year in Sweden was a. Uh, you know, he's in a shutdown pair with uh, the, the L.A. King defenseman uh, who went in the first round. Bjorn Foot. Um, Bjorn Foot. And uh, yep. they, they were, you know, kind of their shutdown pair. They played against the other team's, you know, top lines. They played on the penalty kill. So he was in a defensive role. You know, you looked at his stats. Uh, this, You know, he's an 18-year-old playing in the Swedish Hockey League. He gets three or four points. It's it's a hard league to get points. So I think coming here to camp, I know Jim Playfair talked to him early in, uh, in, uh, when he arrived told him to feel comfortable and and just play and i think that's that's what he did he joined the he joined the rush and then uh, you know for two weeks he he played i think he played good he's got a, it's got to be great for his uh, confidence to come in here i mean we're a team that's going into a 2014 nhl playoff tournament our, our players are are excited their nhl players are ramped up it was competitive and i don't think he really looked uh, looked out of place he did lots of good things certainly there's areas of his game that you that i think as you start to go forward you'd like to, uh, to to tweak a little bit, but uh, his, his ability to um, to step in and, and, and be comfortable and not really look out of place um, again, like I said, has got to be be huge for his confidence. All right, that's Oilers GM Ken Holland. We're in the Oilers now audio vault for direct work where Dave Tippett had these comments after yesterday's practice. Again, the morning skates are not uh, open to the media, and so that's not a traditional system. It has to be done via Zoom, and that has not occurred yet for the Oilers. Dave Tippett yesterday had this to say on managing his lines. Well, you, you just the, the extra defenseman, extra forward you'll try to get them some time you're looking at people that uh, maybe won't be in game one but you're looking at 
want to get them some game action. So I like that the NHL's done that, given a couple of extra guys uh, some time. So, you know, you're looking at your group and especially your group where you think you're going to be on game one and making sure your, your, uh, your group gets enough minutes to feel good about what they're doing. And, and it's just, again, it's part of the process of getting yourself ready for game one. And speaking of getting ready for game one, Oscar Kleffbaum says there's no action like game action. Like Matt said, I think we've been doing a pretty good job ramping up the intensity during our practices. But um, going in tomorrow, playing a team like Calgary, it's, it's going to be it's going to be 100. You need to. It's like Mike said, it's a quick turnaround. You need to find your legs quickly. You need to to make some saves and, and, and get into it pretty pretty fast because um, every game really matters now. It's it's uh, everyone has to be accountable and have to be ready because otherwise this can be a, a short journey. All right, there you go. That's Oscar Clefbaum. It's twelve seventeen in Edmonton. We're going to take a timeout. Bob Stopper, Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now. Hi, this is Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you, Leon. It's 1220 in Edmonton. The Edmonton Oilers, the Calgary Flames pregame show. Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown, Jack Michaels, and myself at uh, 6 o'clock puck drop at 830. There you have it. And then we'll start playing for real playoff style in the qualifiers. Uh, that is Saturday, 1 o'clock, 11 o'clock pregame show to NHL Today, brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromotionalMarketing.com, back of the 630 Chat Studios. And here's Brendan Escott. Well, I think this happened just after the show yesterday, but Leon Dreisaitl was named the Oilers nominee for the King Clancy Award. He's already locked up the Art Ross. He's up for the Ted Lindsay and the Hart Memorial Trophy. The Clancy winner is chosen on criteria of community involvement, leadership, and humanitarianism. Kevin Lowe is the only Clancy winner in franchise history. That happened back in 1989-1990. The Ottawa Senators Foundation issued a statement announcing its new name, which is the Ottawa Gatineau Youth Foundation. Of course, this foundation was formed in 1998 in partnership with the Senators, but they announced in June they wouldn't be renewing that partnership, which expires at the end of this month. And one last note here, the Preds signed 23-year-old Anthony Richard to a one-year two-way deal worth 735000 at 23 points with AHL Milwaukee this season. All right, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. We'll get to a couple texts in a couple seconds, uh, but for I guess there's two themes. Uh, Ryan Jesperson uh, asked me this question about an hour ago, Brendan, about whether or not I was concerned about a degree of physicality from Edmonton and Calgary in the preseason. Uh, or not in the preseason, but in this exhibition game. And that's therein lies the rub for me. If this was a preseason game, this was, you know, I, I don't know, like I'd be a little bit nervous that there might be more stupid stuff. Maybe if it was an early preseason game, but not a late preseason game. And we have one warm-up game before these teams play to the playoffs. My belief is guys are going to sort of play it straight. We're not going to see any of the rambunctiousness that we have between Edmonton and Calgary at the end of January. What say you? I think that's a long enough down period in between the instances of early February, late January. And and to your point, I mean, there is way too much on the line right now for both clubs to be thinking about the silliness. I think, it, it, you know, there's going to be the intensity factor because there always is. And because I think that's important to both of these teams as well. You're hearing, hearing um, Kleppbaum and Smith talk about the short turnaround. Well, you know, the exhibition game is going to be a pretty big part of that now and getting off on the right foot but you're not going to see fighting or anything like that i really
really don't think. Uh, this text comes in. Come on, Bob. Old-time hockey. Eddie Shore. Dick Clapper. Uh, there you go. You can text us at 780-496-0063. Razor Ramon says, any chance the Oilers sign Steve McIntyre to one uh, game uh, tryout to ensure there's no funny business against Connor Leon? Yeah, I, I, that, that ship has kind of sailed. We're not going to have uh, that happen. But Connor and Leon, and, and here's the thing, Brendan, one, one of the things I'm seeing a lot of is there's a lot of guys out there sitting there, well, the Oilers got superior special teams. I mean, they finished with a combined 113.9%. Number one in the NHL on the power play at uh, 29.5%. That was 4.3% higher than any other club. 29.5% on the power play, 84.4% uh, on the penalty kill. It's 113.9% combined. Second highest in NHL history to the New York Islanders back in 77-78. That is going to be difficult to replicate for me. That I just I don't see a team being able I mean, you know, just understand numbers. Uh, however, I think Edmonton's a way better five-on-five team than people are giving them credit for. Uh, you got a lot of guys, well, you know, they've only got a couple players. The arrival of Yamamoto on December 31st, playing with dry settle. I realized most of the time they were playing with Nugent Hopkins, but now having McDavid with Nugent Hopkins and Cassian, Ennis with dry settle and Yamamoto, that's two pretty good top-end lines. And... Uh, and no, I'm not uh, jumping ahead of myself on, on Yamamoto. He's he's that effective of a player. You've got a guy like Athanasiou that's a wild card in a third-line role. Shane, that's a little bit concerning in terms of an injury, but Haas didn't kill you as a fourth-line guy. And then you got Kara Neal and Chase on, on your fourth line. And I didn't mind uh, kind of how those guys looked in the final couple of regular season games before the pause. What about you? Yeah, the size there is is going to be impactful, right? But the question is, can they keep up at the at the pace that's going to be played by, you know, the Blackhawks? Or can they even set the pace? Is that something they're able to do? Now, I haven't had the luxury of watching them as frequently as you have, so you'll know better uh, about their movement on the ice and that sort of thing. But that would be my primary concern. Otherwise, I don't want to be forechecked by that line. Not a chance. Yeah, yeah, no, they've got uh, they've got some different options uh, than they had earlier uh, in the season. There's no question about that. Let's go to our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Former defenseman Mark, uh, to all the chicken little Oilers fans out there, today's game against Calgary means nothing. If Edmonton or Calgary wins it, it isn't the end of the world. Uh, what can you take out of today's game? It's about the combinations, integrating new pieces and pace, etc. We'll see who plays with whom and for how long. If the Oilers theoretically got Broberg in a lineup that I'd be interesting without knowing a damn thing about him. I'm a, I'd assume he's a 7-8 defenseman. I think he's saying he's 7 or 8 at this stage. For me, however, the most interesting takeaway will be the pace that, that they play. If anybody can remember the pace the Team Canada brought to the 2014 Winter Olympics, it was incredible. If the Oilers can bring that type of frenetic pace, they'll be a handful. I understand the talent level isn't the same, but this is a long tournament, and I believe that is what they're going to try to bring. Uh, go Oilers out when it comes to us from former defenseman Mark. Well, that's kind of been my point. I mean, it, it, I, th- I think back to the training camp and preseason and guys like Grandlin in the lineup, not a fleet-footed guy, uh, Yurko trying to, you know, work his way in a mix. Not a, you know, Sam Gagne, great guy, but he's not fast nor quick at this stage in his career. They just have way more support players that give the team a different look uh, further down the lineup. And, and, and then, of course, they got McDavid and Drysaddle. Drysaddle led the league in time on ice, 22-37 for forwards. McDavid was third, 21-52. Those guys are two of the three or four best players in the world. This year, they might have been the two best players. 
they're arrested. And that should be a big, big difference. All right. Keep texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors. Text line 780-496-0063. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now. We'll uh, hook up with Craig Simpson coming up after a global news weather traffic update with David Bowles. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.